What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. Today is Tuesday, February 21st, or as, uh, well, everybody's going to be calling it today, Fat Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Or it's really just another Tuesday, unless you're in New Orleans. Today, Mardi Gras, the only uh, day on the uh, Catholic calendar when it's cool to flash a stranger in exchange for some beads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mardi Gras in French, or is French for Fat Tuesday, if you were wondering. Own observance, um, gorge on tons of different things, whether it be a punchki or uh, pancakes before fasting for Lent. Uh, today, again, like I said, National Pancake Day. Uh, so load up on pancakes if you'd like. Uh, some pancake places are giving away free short stacks of pancakes. Mmm, delicious. Love a good pancake. Uh, Today is also International Mother Language Day. Uh, There are about 430 different languages spoken in the U.S., making America the most linguistically uh, diverse uh, country on the planet. English is the most common language, then Spanish, uh, spoken by uh, 13% of Americans, and uh, Chinese, uh, French, and Vietnamese. There are also half a million people in the U.S. who uh, use American Sign Language. I've always wondered, you know, there's American Sign Language. Are there, there's obviously sign languages in other languages. So it's just uh, an interesting thing. Love sign language. Something I I do want to learn at some point. Um, I've learned some things over the years, but not enough to have a full-on conversation. Today is also National Sticky Bun Day, so if you want to join uh Enjoy that. And uh, National Grain-Free Day. So no bread for you. Uh, let's try uh, eating in solidarity with those who don't do as well with stuff like wheat, oats, and barley. I know my brother probably uh, <laughs> hating today because he's somebody that uh, has to do either gluten-free or anything wheat-free because he's got an allergy. So <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to have to eat all your your, your punchkis. Uh, other things in the news today, uh, the University of Florida, their mascot, Albert Gator. I don't know if you knew that, that that was his name, Albert Gator. He recently set a new world record when he fist bumped 340 students in three minutes, and he beat the old record of 220. This is one of those things where I didn't realize this was a record. These are like obtainable i think uh that we could we could definitely set these records but you give it a shot today teachers or uh you know teachers you you had the day off yesterday so your your energy is way up now so maybe try this whole fist bumping down the entire uh hallway of the school or something like that Uh, McDonald's testing out plant-based chicken McNuggets in Germany. Uh, They went on sale yesterday and are made from peas, corn, wheat, and tempura breading. So there you go. I'm not sure what they taste like. 
We'll have to ask our uh, our correspondents in Germany that might know. Um, still waiting to hear from them. They they've not taken our calls lately. Egg smuggling has been uh, increasing at the U.S. Mexico border by four hundred percent because of the skyrocketing egg prices. Some egg prices are coming down in the southeast. I know I got um, yesterday at the store. I got two dozen eggs for I think it was like five fifty or five forty nine or something like that. Still pretty expensive, but they are starting to go down. Um, but we're not quite there yet because you know inflation and the bird flu outbreak, stuff like that, causing egg prices to go up. Uh, speaking of another flu, it looks like a dog flu outbreak is threatening dogs across America. Oh, no, Plinko, you don't want to hear this. Uh, Philadelphia, North Texas, California, and Florida have all been hit the, heart, hit the hardest by uh, this dog flu. Dogs are being taken to veterinarians. Uh, because they're constantly sneezing and coughing. Uh, vets are administering uh, a canine flu vaccine. And some dog owners are placing uh, coronavirus masks on their dogs in order to keep them from getting the flu. Not sure how that's going to work out for most dogs wearing the mask. I don't, I don't think you can... Most dogs don't like having stuff right in front of their faces. Um, so, I mean, if you can pull that off, if you can get your dog to wear a mask, then I guess try it. But I don't know if it's really going to help prevent that. But just something to keep in mind uh, this morning. Another thing, um, speaking of dogs in Florida, uh, one last thing for you. Florida Senator Lauren Book has proposed this new bill that would ban dogs from sticking their head out the window. Yeah. Seems, uh, again, how are you going to get your dog to do this and not do this? But this uh, bill that this uh, senator is proposing says that drivers would be forbidden from allowing a dog to extend its head or any other body part outside of a motor vehicle window while the person is operating the motor vehicle on a public roadway. This is a real bill. This is something they're trying to get past down in Florida. Don't think it's really going to work out. But the bill would also ban people from driving with their dogs on their lap and having them sit in front of them uh, while riding a motorcycle. Okay, the other two things... Makes sense because that's a safety thing. You know, your dog's jumping up on you. Whether your dog is like mine, eight pounds or a hundred pounds, you don't want your dog uh, either on your lap or in, you know, in the car just roaming around where they're just going to jump on you. That stuff, not safe. Plus the motorcycle thing, not safe either. But how are you going to tell a dog he can't stick its head out the window? I don't think that's going to work out for you. I'm not sure what kind of ticket. I don't know if you're going to get a ticket for that or some sort of penalty. Um, but just something to keep in mind. Um, 
Next time you're in Florida, don't let your dog stick its head out the window. You can also call me if you want to be part of Got Something to Say. Got Something to Say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you uh, where we talk to a lot of area nonprofit organizations, talk about programs and ways that you uh, can be a part of stuff like uh, volunteering for some of these organizations that we talk to. If you'd like to be part of the show, you got something coming up here pretty soon. We're in that sort of winter lull where uh, people want to get out and do things. So I'd love to hear from you. 925-WSJM. You can leave a voicemail. Tell me a little bit more about the program or event that you have coming up. Or you can also email letstalk at WSJM.com. That's letstalk at WSJM.com. My guests today, I've got a couple of them. I've got Kelly. I've also got Marissa, part of the YMCA of Greater Michiana. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you? Great. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we're going to talk first with Kelly. Kelly, you are part of the, uh, you are the early childhood director. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So you got a lot of things going on, keeping uh, busy and your whole entire team's keeping busy because, uh, well, uh, YMCA has been uh, for many years taking care of uh, kids. You've got preschool and you've got all kinds of things going on there. So we're going to talk a lot about that stuff today. Uh, first, let's talk about your uh, preschool open house that you have uh, that is coming up. Tell me a little more on that. Okay. It's um, on Tuesday, excuse me, February 21st from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, it's, it's in our YMCA on Hollywood Road. Um, you can stop by and see the classrooms. You can meet the teachers, find out what our curriculum is about. And if you would like to register your child, they can register at that time too. That's really awesome. Tell me a little more about your preschool. That What's the, what's the age range uh, for the kids that go to the preschool? Um, we started our little angelfish class, which is two and a half. Um, they meet once a week on Fridays just for a couple of hours just okay. to, it's like more of a mom's morning out, but yeah. it gets them socializing, learning like colors and that kind of thing. And then we progress to our butterflies and chipmunks, which is our threes. Our young threes is butterflies and our older threes are the chipmunks. And they are meeting on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They swim every Tuesday for 30 minutes. We have sign language every Tuesday with um, a certified American sign language teacher wow and then every thursday we have library so they get to come to the library and check out a book and they bring it back the following week that's really cool and of course yeah. you've got a, a a large team of people uh in, in this preschool you guys have been doing this for for quite some time how long have you been part of uh doing this preschool um i've been here since 2001 wow and I've been doing preschool since then. I took two years off in, in between during that time, sure. but yeah. That's awesome. So obviously yeah. uh, great people that they know what they're doing and they can uh, take care of your kids. Uh, and that preschool sounds pretty awesome. If I was. Yeah, we I, have some other classes too. Um, yeah. Our dinosaurs class. Okay. And our Eagles class. They The dinosaurs meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And that's our fours. And then our Young Fives program is our Eagles, and that's Monday through Thursday. Okay. So, yeah. Kelly, when we come to this open house uh, to come check out the preschool, of course, well, you'll get a tour and all that and, and get to know more. But what uh, if I was a parent of a, a kid ready to go to preschool, what do I need to bring? Questions. 
Yeah, just questions. Okay. And then um, if you'd like to register, it's a $50 registration um, and then $75 for the family registration. Okay. And then if it's a G, we also have a great start readiness program class. So that would be filling out an application um, where we would make the decisions later in the summer. Okay. Sounds pretty cool. So uh, definitely agent income. Okay. Uh, and again, that's on Tuesday, February 21st from five until seven. And, and that will be uh, just at the Benton Harbor St. Joe uh, location, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit more about the building blocks and, and that program and what that's all about. So that is our preschool program. And the name came from building. Hmm. So you're building from angelfish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. And so each program builds on each other as the children grow. That's awesome. And you get, like you said, yeah. you got all kinds of different fun programs that are, that are part of that. Um, and the, you said the great start readiness program. What's that all about? So Great Start Readiness is a state-funded preschool program. Um, it's an income eligibility program. Um, so, because, you know, it's part of having all children be able to be exposed and be able to go to preschool. So um, it's just an application-based. Once the application is submitted, then the team goes through and checks the financial. And um, then they, we make contacts with the parents. If they're eligible, they'll get a, receive a letter. Um, it's a Monday through Thursday program and it's all day. So from 815 to 315 and the children receive breakfast and lunch as well as a snack. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. limited availability for this, these programs, I'm sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the great start readiness is 18 children. Um, the dinosaurs and eagles are also 18 and then 15 for the butterflies and chipmunks. And the two-and-a-half-year-old program is 10. Okay. I love the names. They're so adorable. <laughs> uh, it's so great. And, and like you said, you're, uh, you're doing some great things, a lot of fun stuff for the kids, definitely keep, keep keeping them busy, uh, but engaged and also socialized and all kinds of really great things. Plus the swimming lessons, you can't beat that. Toss that in there as well. Um, that's, right. that's pretty awesome that they're able to do that. Um, that's awesome. So again, that is uh, Tuesday, February 21st from five until seven, the Benton Harbor St. Joseph YMCA. You can learn more about it. Bring uh, any kind of questions you may have. Can they, should they bring the kids or just, you know, or is that yeah. optional if they'd like? Yeah, they can bring the kids because it's fun for the kids to see what their classrooms would look like. Yeah. Wonderful. If they decide to come, yeah. Uh, is there a good place for us to find more information if we wanted to, you know, look online and kind of see a little bit more uh, of the things that you guys offer for uh, this uh, this preschool? Yeah, um, our website is, um, yeah, ymcagm.org. And you would just go down to the child care um, tab and click that and scroll down to preschool. Fantastic. And then there's also a tab for um, GSRP when you get into there. Okay. Good stuff to know. Definitely uh, want to check that out at the YMCA of Greater Michiana at the Ben Harbor St. Joseph uh, location. Uh, Marissa, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other offerings that you have at the YMCA. Uh, registration going on now for some uh, winter sessions of classes. Uh, tell me more about this. 
Yeah, so registration for our second winter session, uh, it's going to be opening up Monday, February 13th, and then all classes will begin the week of February 26th. Um, this is programs uh, across the entire association, so our Benton Harbor St. Joe location, our Niles Buchanan, and then our YMC O'Brien Center location in South Bend as well. Okay, and this is mainly for kids, or is this stuff that's open to adults as this well? Is, yeah, this is um, sessions for all ages. So um, we welcome it to the entire community. We have um, swim lessons, martial arts, gymnastics, um, youth sports like basketball, boxing. We have strength training, personal training, um, fitness classes like yoga, um, just different things like that, um, women on weights and a lot of different classes to go around. That's really cool. Is there any sort of, uh, I guess, kind of orientation or just kind of get to know you phase for, for any of these sessions before we fully sign up for this stuff? Yeah. So if you walk into any location at any time, we are happy to give you a tour of the facility, kind of walk you through step by step what goes on, show you where all of our resources are. We also have a smart start personal training when you uh, sign up for your membership. So you'll get kind of a feel of um, who you want to work with and your, the people that are able there to help you, assist you and kind of get a feel of the facilities so that you're comfortable when you get to start going in there by yourself. Absolutely. Uh, is this open to members as well as non-members? Yeah. So this um, is open to members and non-members. Um, you can pay for fitness classes. You can pay a guest pass fee for the day and you can take any classes throughout the day as well as use the facility, the workout room um, and the swimming pool. Awesome. Which uh, classes are you guys signing up for? Well, I um, took a to boxing class yesterday, actually. So it's kind of like boxing, but without the actual um, box that oh. you would be kicking and punching. So it's just like kind of punching in the air. Oh. So it's a it's a big workout, that's for sure. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Keeps you engaged and all of our fitness instructors are amazing. They help you. They uh, have modifications throughout all the classes as well. So you can't keep up so much. You can always go down to that modification, which is very helpful. Yeah. Well, Kelly, I know your workout is, is, you know, chasing kids around all day. So that, that's, that's a <laughs> I big do, one. I can, I can tell you, um, body pump is a really good class. Yeah. Body pump and also the Zumba classes are fun. That's yeah. really awesome. And like you said, you guys, great instructors for all of these things. Uh, uh, and if we want to learn more about, uh, you know, not even just the winter programs, but any other things you guys offer at the YMCA of Greater Michigan, much like how we mentioned preschool, there's also daycare and all kinds of other great stuff that's available to uh, members and non-members. If we want to learn more about all the things that you guys have going on at the YMCA of Greater Michigan, best place for us to find all this stuff. You can go to our website, ymcagm.org. We also have a mobile app, which instructions on how to download that are on the website as well. You'll find all of our schedules there, as well as um, notifications about classes, updates about classes, cancellations, things like that. We also have social media. So we're on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. If you're interested, we're at YMCA of Greater Michiana. Awesome. Well, Kelly and Marissa, thank you so much for telling me about all the cool things you guys have happening at the YMCA of Greater Michiana. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. And if your organization uh, is like that and you got a program coming up, a thing that you need volunteers for or an event that you need people to attend, 
feel free to reach out to me. You can email let's talk at WSJM.com. Uh, you can also call me if you'd like, 925-WSJM. Give me some info on uh, what you got going on and what you have to say because you've got something to say. See? Working the title in there. Um <laughs> if you want to listen to more conversations, you can do that every week, uh, weekday around this time. But also check out the podcast at WSJM.com and the app. Uh, but also we'll have uh, more conversations after 530 after news with Andrew Green later this afternoon right here on 94.9 WSJM. And Got Something to Say is brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Johnson, hello. Happy Fat Tuesday. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Punch Yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, we have, uh, we will say we have not yet uh, gotten our uh, punchy, punchik, punchik, punchkis. No, punchik is plural. So it's so it's punchki. If it's one. And if it's punchki, if it's multiple. So if I punchik. got like a half dozen. Punchik. It's punchik. Meaning any number more than one. And you being Polish, I believe you. That is I, actually all I know. I, I am. I, yeah. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but yes. I am also Pol- Polish uh, and many other things. But yes, today is our day. It where is. Where we can celebrate by eating lots and lots of food and lots and lots of pun- punchik. <laughs> yes. But what's weird about it is that it's spelled exactly the same, right? The P-A-C-Z-K-I. Yes. yes. You know what's funny is... Uh, well, it's kind of like deer, right? Deers. Yeah. It's deer and deer. I mean, it's spelled the same. Right. When you're driving around, you're going to watch out for deers. No. Deer. <laughs> deer. Um, but what was funny is, uh, sidebar here, when we lived out in Maryland uh, around Fat Tuesday... Well, we lived out there for more days than just around Fat yeah, Tuesday. It, yeah, but it was. I was going to the store around Fat Tuesday, and I don't know if it's because over there there isn't a large population of of Polish people. But when I walked into the store, I said, "Oh, where where are the punchkis?" Yeah, we went to like three or four different stores, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" We finally ended up at a big box store. Um, that sells groceries and we asked and she was like what are you talking about and I was like you had them here last week like I saw them they say punchik on the the label of the box and she was like they say what and I was like like punchki and she was like they say what and I was like punchki and she was like I don't know what that is (laughs) right so I mean there's so many great places that you can go and pick some up I know uh, our our friend uh, Brian, who we also like to call Crazy Baker, mm-hmm. has been cooking up, a, baking up a storm. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to him for all his hard work. Um, but another thing with Fat Tuesday is Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never been there uh, to New Orleans to celebrate Mardi Gras. I don't think I ever want to go. I just like seeing, you know, the celebration and all that stuff and then enjoying um, have you ever done the, what's the other Mardi Gras thing? The king cake? The one that has the little baby in it? I've never made one, but yeah. It's a weird, weird tradition. Yeah. But people like it. I have had king cake before, but did not eat the baby. Good. That's, so. that's good. But I ran across this story that I thought was pretty interesting. And I think it's maybe because today is not only Mardi Gras or Mardi Gras season, because Mardi Gras is a is a time, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. just a day. 
But today is also apparently National Pancake Day. Okay. And uh, Mardi Gras revelers should not pour pancake mix down drains. Uh, is 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 there a correlation with Mardi Gras and pancakes? Do do you make pancakes on Mardi Gras morning? I get well. Apparently, it's a thing because the, there's a newspaper that uh, said, "Hey, there's a bunch of plumbers that are warning people." So it's bad enough that plumbers are warning people not to pour unused pancake mix down your drains. Because it could lead to $400 property repairs. Who doesn't just make all of the batter and then you have pancakes like in the fridge for later? Right. Yeah, you save the batter for maybe the next day and then you just use all of it. you just make all of it. Why would you be like, well, I made three pancakes, time to throw this away. Yeah, I'm just going to dump it right down the drain. Uh, But one plumber said that pancake batter, of course, contains flour, fat, and oil. And this is a recipe for disaster when it comes to drains as it can quickly harden in pipes and lead to blockages and burst pipes, which can uh, is this plumbing or artery costly. I mean, both, I guess. Maybe your, your personal plumbing as well yeah. as your, your home's plumbing. So don't pour leftover pancake mix down the drain because it can also contribute to uh, fatbergs in sewers. Fatbergs, like not icebergs, but fatbergs. That's a thing. It's when fat and grease uh, combine with unflushable items such as wipes and cotton buds. Is this a horror film? This, this is terrifying. This is a real. It's. I picture like the fatberg is like like Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like it has arms and this this face and I don't know some slobbery tongue just like. <laughs> if there's ever a plumber or a plumber that's listening has ever had to deal with a fatberg. Please share your Fatberg never, story with I'm, us. I'm, okay, I'm not a plumber, but I've never heard Fatberg. You're learning something new today. Not yeah. only is it Fat Tuesday, but you got to watch out for Fatbergs. Um, but it, they say, these plumbers say it's really important that people are aware of the damage that pouring leftover batter down your drains. I think they need to stop reiterating that. I do not pour. There is no leftover batter. You make all the crepes or you make all the pancakes mm-hmm. and then you save them for when you want to reheat them. Right. I am confused. One tip for you, though, if you are one of those people that happens to uh, pour, don't repeat it. pour pancake <laughs> batter down. <laughs> don't what? Don't repeat Fatberg? Pouring pancake batter down the drain. So if you do this and it does end up blocking your pipe, some plumbers say that you should um, flush it with white vinegar, baking soda, salt, and boiling water. So there you go. There's your tip of the day. Okay, the tip of the fat bird. <laughs> Watch out for those fat bergs, but uh, enjoy uh, Fat Tuesday today. By the way, if you have uh, a good spot to pick up uh, a good punch key, who, who has the best one in Southwest Michigan? I know some people, like our friend Crazy Baker, will say, of course, the place he works. But in your opinion, what is the best place to pick up a punch key? Let us know, 925-WSJM, and watch out for those fat burgs. It's Fat Tuesday. Today's the day you need to go and get uh, some delicious uh, punch keys, or uh, as Jocelyn mentioned earlier, I guess the plural is pronounced punchik. Did not really know that. Well, actually, I knew that because we've talked about this for many years, but um, it's all spelled the same. Anyways, if you know where to get the best Punchki in Southwest Michigan. 
where is a good spot? Uh, Amy on our Facebook page also wanting to know where. She said, yes, where? Um, and also comment on our Facebook page from Jen. Uh, she says, I've always gotten them at the uh, Country Bank Shop, which uh, is down, actually right down the road here uh, in Niles. So maybe uh, if that place is still open, I can't remember if they closed or not. Uh, oh, yeah, they did close. But Sandra K Bakery, shout out to them because uh, on our Facebook page, people are saying that's a good spot to go. I do know uh, our friend uh, and coworker Crazy Baker, uh, Brian, he uh, has been baking up a storm over at the flower shop. I uh, saw Red Coach Donuts as well has some uh, has some punchkis going on there. So uh, love to know. Best place to get them. Your favorite place. Maybe it's a place that uh, you know doesn't usually have them. Just said, hey, we're we're gonna have that this year. I've seen. Uh, I don't know where they're getting them, but Infusco Coffee uh, has has some at their locations. So looking forward to having one. I have not. Didn't get a box yesterday. I was going to go to the store, get a box at the grocery store. But I may just wait. I think I'll just go right after the show. Just beep bop over there and go and pick some up. Because while it's Fat Tuesday, you got to have at least one. And for me, I, I definitely have more than one. But uh, with that, uh, that's one thing you'll eat today. Maybe even king cake to celebrate uh, Mardi Gras. Don't eat the baby. Or do eat the baby. Are you supposed to? It's usually like a plastic little baby toy thing. I never understood that. If anybody wants to explain that to me, feel free to give me a call. 925-WSJM. But another thing we might uh, be stuffing our faces with lately, uh, because tis the season, is Girl Scout cookies. But one thing to keep in mind, apparently the Better Business Bureau warning people about a new Girl Scout scam. Uh, scam artists are pretending to be with Girl Scout troops uh, and they're taking cookie orders and money, but never delivering on any of those cookies. How rude. So the BBB says there are reports of people pretending to be Girl Scouts and scamming people saying they'll take orders for uh, for cookies and they end up never getting their cookies because they're not actually Girl Scouts. Yeah, seems suspicious when uh, there was like a six foot tall Girl Scout with a beard. Yeah, I knew something was up. But, you know, that's the tough part because that something like this is hindering the other Girl Scouts that are honest, that are trying to sell their cookies. Uh, so hopefully um, there's no Girl Scout scammers around here. I don't think there are, but you got to watch out for that. Um, just... Go with the trusted people that you know that have either have kids that are Girl Scouts or uh, relatives that know the best places to get the Girl Scout cookies. Because I love Girl Scout cookies. Love good Thin Mint. Um, love, uh, you know, whether it's a Dosey Dough or a, a Samoa or any of those. So good. So good. Yeah, definitely not going to be on a diet anytime soon. But if you want to lose weight, here's what you could do is uh, apparently cut your food into little pieces and scatter them across your plate. 
kind of like when you were a kid and your your parents would chop up your food in little pieces. And parents know exactly what I'm talking about. But scientists over in China say that you can lose weight just by cutting your food into those little pieces, scatter them across your plate. What it is is it's supposed to uh, trick your brain into thinking that you're eating bigger portions than you actually are. So there you go. Uh, it's going to cut calories by eating less. So chop up your food today. Um, and if it's happened, it happens to be a punchki, <laughs> that's okay. This is not okay, though. We were talking uh, the other day uh, about artificial intelligence, and that's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, and this one comes from the Washington Post, uh, by the way, owned by Jeff Bezos, who uh, owns Amazon and a lot of uh, smart devices like your Alexa devices and all of those other things. Um, so anyways, the Washington Post did a big write-up on how companies are now using artificial intelligence to choose who gets fired. Google laid off 12,000 employees last month and people thought some of those layoffs seemed a little random. So they actually vented online and speculated that artificial intelligence had a hand in it. Now, Google claims that's not the case. And there was no, quote unquote, no algorithm involved in the layoffs. But that doesn't mean it's not happening at all. Uh, someone pulled 300 HR managers last month. And 98% uh, said that expect they expected to use uh, software or algorithms to help make decisions about layoffs this year. Uh, on its surface, it seems like... Uh, a pretty cold and really inhumane way to to uh, get rid of people. But some of them think that uh, it might level the playing field and make sure valuable employees don't get let go. Companies are also already uh, using this type of technology in other ways, too, including choosing who the best person is to hire for a position. For example, artificial intelligence can compare skill sets and weed people out. It also can predict a person's flight risk, not obviously going on a flight, but if they're just going to, you know, start the job and then say a year later, just leave, meaning that will uh, that'll take the job and you know, just jump ship. But uh, it's not good at everything yet. Uh, like it might not uh, recognize that a company has issues with discrimination, so it could automatically assume women and people of color are more likely to leave. In other words, things could get a little dicey if HR starts blindly following its advice without questioning it. So times they are changing, my friend, uh, with with a lot of different things. Seeing artificial intelligence, uh, it's it's not going away, uh, and, but a lot of businesses are utilizing it in some way. Um, so we'll we'll see what ends up happening. I've always thought if I was ever a boss that the great way to figure out like who the best workers are or the best the best team is if you know if I had to get rid of some people, I would do it like survivor style. Uh do some sort of challenges and those that win um you know get immunity and then can stay, but I think it would be cool probably not to the person getting fired but 
I th- always thought it would be cool to you know have that whole tribal ceremony thing at the end where the tribe is spoken and your torch is tr- is burned out. I think that would be neat. Anybody on board with that? Let me know. Um, coming up here in just a little while, we'll uh, catch you up with some other things uh, that we found, including uh, your Moody on the Market update. Paul Landecker will have your daily buzz. And maybe we'll uh, get artificial intelligence to help uh, make this show better. <laughs> I don't I don't know if there's any hope. Uh, your Moody on the Market update, where I tell you about some of those great stories that you'll find, uh, is happening now. It's brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owners agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this one, uh, written by Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Tazinski. As bits of history and tradition are interwoven between layers of fabric, the time spent creating quilts significantly shortened now uh, since the invention of the sewing machine and design applications has been uh, meaningful and special since the very first quilt was made. Grace Lutheran Church in St. Joseph excitedly invites the public to their first ever quilt show, Quilted Memories, on Saturday, March 4th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Now, this show will pay tribute to the Granny Graces. It's a quilting group that, for nearly 40 years, hand-quilted patchwork uh, bedspreads and blankets as a fundraiser for Grace Lutheran School. Now, in 1977... A new gym was planned for Grace Lutheran School. Uh, A few ladies of the church wanted to raise money for the building project and thought, maybe we could do uh, the fundraising by offering quilting services to members and to the public. That's what Penny Semper tells us. Uh, She's a former member of the Granny Graces and current member of the Holy Stitchers and owner of Pineapple Press Patterns. By the way, I love the names. Of these these groups, but the Granny Graces started just uh, with a few ladies, but quickly grew in numbers as the group gained popularity with the church members. Most of the ladies did not know how to quilt uh, until the group was started. That's what Penny tells us. Now, uh, during the forty years that the group existed, four hundred and seven quilt tops were hand stitched and found loving homes. Funds raised by the sales uh, helped the church with mission work and the ability to complete many projects over the years. The group ended as it began with just a few members. Uh, and in 2010, the final threads were sewn into their last beautiful piece and the group disbanded. Now, the Quilted Memories show on March 4th will display several quilts by the Granny Graces, quilted church uh, banners and uh, patterns for the banners, as well as quilts owned or made by members of Grace Lutheran Church. Now, the sanctuary is at 404 East Glenlord Road, and that'll become a cozy exhibit of antiques, applique, as well as um, friendship, modern, and scrap quilts. The lower levels of the church will be transformed into a quilting boutique where attendees can purchase quilted items, uh, patterns, quilted uh, quilting books, and sewing supplies. There will also be a silent auction featuring miniature quilts uh, waiting for your bid. And proceeds from the show will be allocated to the kitchen remodel project that's happening at Grace Lutheran Church. If you want tickets for Quilted Memories, they're $10 a person, including post-show tea party with beverages and delicious petite confections. Tickets can be purchased at the door in advance through Penny, and you can find her email when you check out that full story written by Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Tuzinski at 
MoodyOnTheMarket.com and the Moody on the Market app. Download it for free. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS Today, your local auto owner's agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.